Welcome to the Holistic Healing Hour, where we bring you tools and inspiration for emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical well-being. I'm Monica Gonzalez, yoga teacher and co-founder of Sweet Eden. My co-host today is Simone from Own Your Power. <laughs> Doesn't that sound strange? I know. Like, <laughs> my co-host today is Simone. Hi, Monica. Hi, it's nice thank to be a special you. special guest on your show. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, I, I do what I can. <laughs> You're the best. You know I'm Jamaican, right? Yeah, I have a lot of jobs. <laughs> So uh, today we're, we're actually in uh, sunny South Florida. Well, it's not that sunny mm -mm. right now. It's kind of nasty Ugly. out. Yeah. Um, and the the, our studios, as you know, um, is the Own Your Power living room. But we, we call this the what? Zen Garden? Yeah, the Zen, Zen Den. The Zen Den. Yeah, right now it's yeah, a Zen it's Den. Zen Den. Yeah, we, we switch we it up a little. We should be dimming the lights a little. Oh, I forgot to light the incense. Yeah, we have incense and everything. Yeah, <laughs> sage. We got to sage this place down sometimes. <laughs> when, when my show was here, you, as you have to sage after we leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, we're, we're in the studio, which is actually Media 55 Studio, powered by Stan Harris and Trent Partridge. And, uh, you know, we're really excited to, to be here. I'm, I'm excited to be here. Me too. Thanks for coming in. And um, so we had your anniversary party the other night. Yes. It was a lot of fun. First year anniversary <laughs> for Only Power Radio. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. One of many more to come. You know, I'm so excited. I, I gave birth to another, yeah, you know, no, another, it's a another child. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful <laughs> thing. The, all, all the... Um, all the guests at the um, at the piano bar were awesome. All the yeah, we had great musicians. Just yeah. a room full of talent. It was just, yeah. you know, a classy, classy, classy night. Yeah, very. And Simone was looking very gorgeous. You know, I try, I try. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, I was happy that that same dress. I didn't have to squeeze into it as hard as I did when I wore it <laughs> a couple years ago. It <laughs> was a cute dress. <laughs> thank you. So once again, we want to take time out to thank all the listeners out there listening to Own Your Power Movement and supporting the Holistic Healing Hour. So let's jump right in. Today's topic is uh, therapists don't bite. Therapists don't <laughs> bite. You know, it's it's such a, a, a powerful topic because cause I think there's so many people that need help, yeah. but they don't get it. Yeah. And there's so many different reasons why. I mean, I want to kind of, you know, jump into that. You want to talk about yeah, some so of the reasons we're gonna talk a couple of reasons why they don't like to go get help or they're scared. So um, one of the reasons we have right now is I can resolve my problems on my own. Um, I'm not weak. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I'm not crazy. I don't need counseling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the money to pay for a therapy. Um, yeah, so, that's, that's yeah. a big one. I mean, and. Rightfully so, sometimes, yeah. you know. I know, I've said that's that. That's why I, I, I use books a lot for therapy. I'm like, that's free therapy. Meditation is <laughs> free therapy. Journaling is free therapy. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, journaling. but some people need a little take it up a notch, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> counseling has not worked for me in the past. That's another excuse. Yeah, I think so, too. A lot of people say that. Yeah. I don't believe just talking um, can do any good. Uh, they, yeah. I, I don't know why they think you, that. You know what I, you know what it is? Because I think sometimes people think they're paying their money to get questions asked to yeah. them. Yeah. And they don't understand that those questions sometimes go a little deep and, um, you know, touch, touch some amazing emotional buttons that need to be yeah. opened up. Yeah, I'm probably scared to touch into those topics, right. you know? Right. Um, I don't need to dwell on my past. That only makes things worse. Yeah. yeah. I think that's not a good... <laughs> It's definitely not a good excuse. Yeah, it's not a good excuse. I mean, you have, I think, like, in order to heal, you're supposed to bring those things up and, like, right. deal and with them. Right, release it. Yeah, yeah, release them and let them go. Yeah, that's why I think a lot of people walk around with blocked up chakras. Because oh. <laughs> they keep shoving things yeah, under the rug. Like, I'm good. I dealt with it, you know, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, they're like, oh, um, mm. 
So I need to be loyal to my family. Problems should be kept inside of the family. That's huge. That's I know one of the huge, biggest yeah. ones. Yeah. Especially in particular communities. I know in the Latin community, it's and like definitely huge. You de- don't talk yeah. about your business. Yeah, you definitely. That. Definitely. And African-Americans, they're the number one that don't like going to get therapy. Yeah. <laughs> those problems <laughs> right they're like Shh, we don't share that family business and then you know unfortunately a lot of people are dealing with so much and then they have to keep seeing those same family members yeah um you know at thanksgiving i know i haven't dealt with certain issues <laughs> right now we're about to go to a commercial break and we're gonna take the time to meditate in a little zen den and <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages and some music Are you a holistic business owner looking to network with like-minded professionals and grow your business? Then you need to learn all about the Holistic Chamber of Commerce of Fort Lauderdale and Broward County. They have monthly meetings, workshops, and masterminds that are not only fun and entertaining, they are designed to help you grow and expand your business so you can make a bigger impact and serve more people. Go to their website, holisticfortlauderdale.com, and sign up for their mailing list and learn more about their upcoming events. That's www.holisticfortlauderdale.com. Welcome back to the Holistic Healing Hour. Today we are talking about why therapists don't bite. <laughs> <laughs> and we're so happy to have a regular in the house, Dr. Minka Brentley. So happy to be here. <laughs> this is your third time back in the house? Yes, I and, feel honored, lucky and, three. And right? now on another show, so this is you're stepping up, you're you know, moving, <laughs> moving around. Infiltrating. <laughs> moving around the network, yeah, I see, I see. So um, yeah, we're gonna get into this topic a little bit because I think, do you think this is a, a huge problem? Like, as far as like, people are fear in fear of seeing you? Absolutely. Not just you, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, not just me, they love seeing me. No, um, in general, of course, it's a, it's a problem. People are walking around with stuff that's not letting them live their best life and then they're refusing to address it. So that's always an issue if I'm not able to live my best life. Right. Yeah, definitely. So some of the topics that we'll discuss is um, what not what to expect from, well, a lot of people don't go to therapy because they don't know what to expect. Um, some people think it's for crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> and some people believe that psychology is common sense. Um, some people feel they could just talk to their friends about their problems and, and they could figure it out themselves. And um, how, how can you help me if you haven't gone through it? Mm-hmm. That's some of the people's mm-hmm. um, issues, right? You hit all of the, <laughs> the, the hot the Talking to topics. friends is a little frightening because you're getting advice yeah. from some people that have no expertise. Training. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. you've heard that whole oh girl let me tell you what you should do kind right, of thing because right, right. when it happened to me last right. year right you know, right yeah, oh, yeah and they're not even all the way healed or they're not no. all the way right and they're giving you some no. really bad advice absolutely <laughs> right, absolutely right. so um you know i think one of the things we want to ask you i guess what, what would be the if you want to explain to somebody the process of therapy just how it works yeah absolutely um, so that people know, you know um, they, it's not just what you see on the sopranos <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, I I always tell, and and Simone, you know, I'm also a professor at Miami-Dade College, and I tell my students all the time, everything you've ever seen on TV about psychology 
erase it from your minds Mm -hmm. because you know what really happens doesn't make for good tv Mm -hmm. so um what you have is you you have some issue concern area of growth you might want to have address and you pick up the phone and you call someone you know Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people don't even know how to begin calling someone so I often tell people first things first if you have insurance you definitely want to go there right right because cost as you all said in the beginning cost is an issue for some people Um, so if you have insurance you want to call and see you know who's covered there are great websites where you know, I, this is probably not the best analogy, but it's kind of like online dating. You know, there's a profile of different <laughs> <All right>. psychologists <laughs> in the area. Like Psychology Today has a really good one, www.psychologytoday.com. And you put your zip code in and you get a profile and what insurance is covered by that therapist. You pick up the phone um, and you go to someone who's been trained for years. And I'm here to say it takes a really long time. Bet, yeah. <laughs> but it's a good thing because you're talking about training someone to dig deep down into the tiny intricacies of of a person and you go in and you you get assessed um that they talk to you for a while ask you some questions because they really just want to learn about you and their entire job 100 percent is to help you to be a better you so that's kind of where it starts i don't know if you want me to keep on going (laughs) (laughs) yeah no well so what kind of therapy is it what what are the different Hmm. types of therapy Oh gosh, there are lots. Um, there are probably it's like the top ones. The yeah. top ones. There are probably eight eight different main styles. Um, primarily, what most people hear about is cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. one of the most popular. Psychodynamic therapy. That's what you see when you uh, probably see some stuff on. You know, people say, "Are you psychoanalyzing me?" Oh right, 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 right. But the cognitive behavior therapy is 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 partially what I I kind of focus on and it's really cognitive is all about thoughts and Mm -hmm. behavior is action right so we're talking about what how your thoughts are influencing your behaviors and vice versa Mm -hmm. Um, so those are the main areas you got humanistic therapy you got a whole lot but I also tell my students if you meet 50 different psychologists you can meet you you would meet 50 different styles of, of therapy. So, so they all come from different schools of thought. Different basically. schools of thought, different populations they mm-hmm. might work with. Some people do kids. I don't. Disclaimer. Some people work with adults, older adults. People work with financial issues, mm-hmm. relationship issues, right. job issues, uh, communication issues psychological disorders, right. substance, you name it. But I, just being being that the show is all about holistic and you know Absolutely. alternative healing as well, um, I know some people that do past life regressions, mm-hmm. hyp- hypnotherapy, like mm-hmm. is that something that, is that, would you count that in that same category or not? Not, not necessarily. There, so there are psychologists who have looked into that, written books about it. Primarily, I'll tell you, one of the things we see a lot in, in psychology t- these days is we do see a lot of um, people who are trained in hypnotherapy. Mm-hmm. So I'm a medical mm-hmm. psychologist by training, and my supervisor, when I, um, I worked in one of the local hospitals in trauma, and my supervisor used to use hypnosis for pain management with ba- brain, uh, burn injuries and uh, phantom limb syndrome. You know, someone loses a limb. Oh, and wow. So she was, she was u- using that as a part of, that's one of the tools in her toolkit as a psychologist so it's not the only thing she does but it's one of the things she does right therapies yeah that's i would i always wanted to try hypnotherapy i actually had it done but it wasn't we didn't do it long enough it was more like an experiment somebody i was actually a guest on the show okay and he was um it was to make me stop doing starbucks really (laughs) it worked for a couple of weeks and then (laughs) 
really? Yeah, but now I, I don't do it. I, I went cold turkey. Now I'm doing it without the therapy. But um, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's it's yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it is, and I and I want people to know again what you see on TV, like when it comes to hip, hypnosis, um, is is usually a mis. You know, they think you're under the control of somebody yeah, else. Right. You're getting sleepy, and that's one of the biggest fallacies. In reality, the you're person alert. who's is under 100% control of what's right. going on. You right. are are deciding how things go. Right. So okay. So what's um maybe like one of the biggest excuses that you've heard as far as why they don't need therapy? I mean, we we oh. listed a whole bunch, but maybe yes, share did. a couple. Um, you know, I think the first thing is is it's for crazy people. Yeah. That's one of the <laughs> biggest things. And I hate, crazy. hate, hate that word crazy right. because we're we're trying to we're kinda of creating an us mm-hmm. them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So they're weak, they're crazy, I'm normal, I'm regular, I'm strong. And that is completely incorrect. Number one, I think it takes more strength to say, you know what, I have some things I want to work on, so I'm going to go seek someone out who's an expert to work on these right. issues instead of, oh, that means I must be crazy. Well, yeah. you know what I like about therapy is that it's you get somebody that is not related to you or your friend, somebody Absolutely. that can give you an opinion that has doesn't know your life technically. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Well, um, and not only that, think about it. A therapist's job, when you talk about a friend, a friendship is a two-way street, right? It's reciprocal. So have you ever had a friend who that you sit down and all they do is talk about themselves yes. to you? And is that <laughs> does it feel like a friendship? No, it does not, not at all. It's a one-way right? relationship. Exactly. It's overwhelming. And what's interesting... <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm not venting. No. Yeah, like an that's joke. fine. <laughs> you can vent here. It's a safe space, right? But that's one of the biggest misnomers, right? That mm-hmm. a therapy, the person is not your friend. Friend. Their job is to be objective, to be outside of you, and to help you kind of develop insight about what's going on with you. And your job is to only talk to that person about their life, not about, and girl, let me tell you what happened to me last. You know, my patients yeah. know nothing about me. Right, right. My job is to be there strictly for them. Right. Yeah. So, like a mirror yeah, image that would be almost, really right? Bad. It would, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel like I remember um, somebody I know that was a ther- well went to a therapist and I think she came to me she cause, you know I'm a coach yeah. but she came she was going to a therapist and the therapist was like very judgmental and very it was just like it didn't feel like somebody that was mm-hmm. there to listen so you know that's right and and that's part of what you're supposed to be yeah. doing we're supposed yeah. to be listening and I also tell people if you have a bad experience you know I'm going back to this dating although you should not date your therapist yeah. you can't <laughs> date your therapist it is unethical yeah. immoral. but it's kind of like if you didn't like that first therapist you had one bad experience then go seek out right. someone else because they may have a style that doesn't match yeah. your style um, they might have a certain group that they're used to working with that doesn't match up or align with what you you who you are your goals so go find someone else i have oh sorry no i was gonna say i've never been to a therapist before and i'm like i I, you know i always wanted to go but i just didn't know like how how do you go about doing it you know or especially the cost you know some sometimes yeah Yeah. so do you guys have programs like like you know how lawyers have um Mm -hmm. pro bono type Mm -hmm. programs for people who maybe don't have the money for certain cases do you guys do in the in the in the so community stuff I like that would love to meet a lawyer who works pro bono no, <laughs> <laughs> no um so there there are lots of different we options we have some lawyers on barter oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> plug plug give and take network <laughs> good job i like that yeah. i like that 
Um, no, we have. I tell people there are lots of options. So don't forget, I'm a professor. I'm at Miami Dade College. So my students are not rolling in money. Mm -hmm. And so I tell them, you know what? If you don't have insurance, um, there are therapists who work on what we call a sliding fee scale. Mm -hmm. So some of you might have heard that at a medical yeah. doctor's office, mm -hmm. where based on your income, they'll kind of assess and, and give you a rate based oh, on that. Funny. And also, I also I, I tell people that at the same time, a lot of the universities in the area who have training programs, they have master's level therapists who are being trained and supervised by someone else, and they offer services within that uh, within the institution mm -hmm. for a lesser rate. Oh. So at, when I was being trained and to become a psychologist, I had to do five years. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I say that like time, right? Like yeah, I went to lot. prison. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it felt like, no. Um, so to get the doctorate, it took five years, but within that three or four year period, I'm starting to do therapy, but I have a supervisor who's kind of hovering over me, making sure I'm doing mm -hmm. the right things, helping people. And there were real people from the community who received services from me at a reduced rate. So I tell people that's an option. That's Nova Southeastern University has that. Yes. Carlos Alpisu. So I do too. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them a lot of money. Oh, <laughs> oh that's where you went? Yeah, that's where oh, I got my master's and my okay. doctorate. Yes. Okay. Yes. So nice. how many years of training did you have all together? So how I explain it is you get a bachelor's, mm -hmm. which so for most people that takes four years. Mm -hmm. Most, who knows these days, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And then most masters take two years. Mm -hmm. And then to get the doctorate usually takes five years. But uh, Nova had a program, so it took me about nine years to do everything four oh, wow. for the bachelor's wow. and then five for the That's doctorate yeah. and just so you all know i'm a licensed clinical psychologist so you have counseling psychologists yeah. and you have a bunch of wow. other things but i did a clinical program you're smart oh. yeah you are <laughs> it's an illusion <laughs> <laughs> so um oh you know just for those who are um thinking about therapy mm -hmm. can you share like how long and, and obviously you can't tell all the time because it's different different cases but on average how long do people see a therapist i know some people think that they're going to be seeing a therapist for, for the rest of their life and it's not yes. always the case it might be three sessions exactly you know so exactly share maybe it, it's so funny you say it because you see people on you know like celebrities and they're like oh my therapist last year for christmas uh -huh. <laughs> yeah 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 so it feels like it's another family like it's member a long relationship right yeah. <laughs> no um there are lots of short-term therapy interventions it depends it, again, it's a case-by-case -case basis, and it's what you're working on. So there are people who can go for two sessions, and there are people who can go for 20 sessions. It all depends on what you and your therapist work out. Right. It's the common goal. So you go in and you say, hey, this is what I specifically want to work on. I've had patients who've come in, and they say, you know what? I have some issues in the past. I'm not really ready to deal with that. But what I really want to work on is smoking cessation. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just teasing. But that, just, so you come that up wasn't with your... that wasn't geared towards us. Let's clear that up, please. <laughs> not at all. Somebody in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> all about healthy living, right? <laughs> so, um, so you help people with that? Um, I, in my past life, I, I used to do that. Oh, yeah. okay. Not. I was like, when you say life? past life, well, you gotta I be like, God, you forgot right. we're on the holistic healing I show. I forgot really where I was. See, in the classroom when I say <laughs> that, I was like, really? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> I was thinking the same. Way. I was like, "How did you know?" <laughs> no, no, no. Right now, um, I have. I'm in a different area. But back then, part of health psychology and medical psychology, you're trained to do that. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Funny. Um, I had a question about um, marriage counseling. You don't Ooh. do marriage counseling. Do I you? don't do couples either. You don't do couples. Really? Okay. I don't. But just because of my level of training. That's the other thing. You need to. Think about what your therapist, what their training is in, what their specialty is, right? You're not going to go to a cardiac surgeon yeah. to help you fix your back, right? You're going to go to a cardiac surgeon to help you fix your heart. Yeah. 
So, you know, I know you don't do couples therapy, but one of the things that I hear all the time is that, like, if a husband and wife are going through something, the husband's like, well, I want a man because he's going <laughs> to probably be on my side. He's not going to, you know, be on your side. Like, they just assume that that couple that uh, therapists don't know how to, you know... Um, be objective. Be objective, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> that comes up a lot, right? They think that, oh, this is a woman, she's going to side with you, and it'll just be two girls against one man, and right. we're not going to get anything done. <laughs> right. And that's a fallacy, right? We're trained to be objective, right? So we're supposed to look at a problem with very clear lenses and try and assess what's going on and help walk the person through the solution. So you're not going to have someone who's like, I think that the wife is right all right. the time. Right, Because right. clearly whatever's going on between the couple is something that has to do with how they're relating to one another. Exactly. Not one person is the problem and all problems would be solved if we fixed them. That's right. not the case. Yeah, so you hear that people <laughs> out there that are, you know, pick, thinking they're going to pick sides. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's go back to this article. We forgot to give her a shout out. Mary Ortenberger. Yeah, that's <laughs> how you say her name. Ortenberger, Orten. yeah. So we, she's we actually a therapist. Right. We uh, got some online. some good tips off of her website. Oh, so good. we give her a little credit. Um, so let's go a little deeper into some of these excuses that we hear all the time. Mm -hmm. So the, the first one was, I can resolve my problems on my own. I'm not weak. <laughs> so Wow. Okay. So those are, that's just two issues in one, right? Yeah. So number one, I can resolve my problems on my own. And two, I'm not weak. And I said earlier, when we talk about this weakness, I think it takes what much more strength to say, you know what? I have some things I want to work on so I can be better. Of course. And so I think it going to therapists represents strength, not weakness. That's first. <laughs> um, second, when we say I can resolve my problems myself, have you ever, I want to, you reflect on people who try and talk to you. Have you ever had a friend who clearly there is an issue with their relationships or their money spending and they just can't figure their way out yeah. and you can see clearly what's right, happening. Right. That person would solve their own problem if they could, right? But, right. They, but they don't have the insight. And so what I tell people, life is kind of like a maze. You ever seen those like hay mazes yeah. that people go through? And you're screaming at them, just turn left. If you would just turn left, <laughs> all your problems would be solved. And they're like, I don't even know what side is left, right? right? right, right. It's oh, kind of right. somebody that help put a mirror in your face. It's Someone yeah. to, to yeah. be above the maze and look down and say, hey, maybe you can go this way to give right. you the insight to walk through the way, you know, the rest of the maze. That makes wow. life. Um, another one is, I'm not crazy. I don't need counseling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crazy. You think you need to be in, in a straight jacket to see a therapist? <laughs> well, <Yeah. laughs> this, this goes back to my, you know, psych 101, right? Psycholo introduction to psychology class. Number one, what does crazy mean? Crazy is this term we throw around. Mm -hmm to describe anything. The last time you ate a really good dessert, you were like, it was crazy good. Like right, that, right, that right. means nothing, right? I, I, <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, right? I chocolate cakes before I came here. I'm like, oh, this is crazy good. <laughs> exactly. exactly, that night was crazy, whatever. So it's this word we're throwing around, but what people think sorry, is they're sticking- Something else came to mind, but- Something else that was clean. crazy good? So now you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's this adjective we are throwing around and it means absolutely nothing. I think what people are trying to say is, I don't have a psychological disorder. I don't hear voices. I don't see things, right? And Speak for yourself. 
<laughs> I talk to people. <laughs> exactly. But but anybody can go to therapy. It's not just about someone who may have that challenge. It could be someone who has communication issues. It could be someone who has relationship issues. Someone who doesn't know what they want to do with their future, right? So it could be anything. Yeah, here's one, one last one, and it will, we have to go to break. But um, mm-hmm. I don't believe just talking can do any good. Mm-hmm. Like you know, And I know that some people think that therapists are just – ask questions and that's it mm-hmm. and, and it's like why am I going to sit and talk to this lady yeah or man <laughs> <laughs> yes let's be uh, gender equal right yeah, yeah. Um, so number one I think people have this idea that you just go to talk that's sometimes why they even say talk therapy and I hate them even using that word mm-hmm. and that's not the only thing that's happening in that in that room right we are talking about someone who is walking you to develop what we call insight so that you can see yourself better with better eyes, with better mm-hmm. lenses. Um, and so you're not just there to talk. And there are some people who just want to go and talk. They want to be heard. Uh, but really it's about having goals. That's what we do in therapy. We mm-hmm. set goals and we work toward those goals. We figure out how we're going to work towards mm-hmm. those goals. So, And you are, as a client or a patient, you are involved in working, developing those goals and you are responsible for right. working on those goals. And, and they give you strategies as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. how to handle certain things and you know when I was married past tense mm-hmm. <laughs> past life <laughs> yeah not in past life but <laughs> shout out to Hassan <laughs> <laughs> we actually um, did therapy for a little bit and okay. it wasn't even that many sessions but it was somewhat helpful you know as far as communication and learning how to mm-hmm. argue which sounds crazy mm-hmm. but learning how to so communicate crazy yeah I know yeah. <laughs> it sounds crazy, crazy but yeah. it's amazing how you know you know that love language book five, That's right, five, the languages, five love love languages how somebody might interpret something mm-hmm. one way and you know mm-hmm. just having somebody from the outside yeah. looking in and it feels good to have somebody that's not your cousin, your friend, your sister, you know, absolutely. that can actually be objective, like she said. Yeah, yeah I think I, 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 I totally oh. agree. Well, on that note, it's time for us to meditate and find our zen. Um, so we're going to take a short commercial and we'll be right back. Are you a holistic business owner looking to network with like-minded professionals and grow your business? Then you need to learn all about the Holistic Chamber of Commerce of Fort Lauderdale and Broward County. They have monthly meetings, workshops, and masterminds that are not only fun and entertaining, they are designed to help you grow and expand your business so you can make a bigger impact and serve more people. Go to their website, holisticfortlauderdale.com, and sign up for their mailing list and learn more about their upcoming events. That's www.holisticfortlauderdale.com. back to the Holistic Healing Hour. And uh, today, this is uh, Coach Simone, I'm special yeah, co-host. Yeah, she's my co-host today. On the show <laughs> with um, Monica Gonzalez and our special guest is Dr. Minka Bradley. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about, uh, what are we talking about? Therapists don't bite. They don't bite. <laughs> we're trying to help, you know, we're trying to help people come to therapy and, and let them know that, you know, it's okay to come to therapy and, and reasons why. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. It is okay. Yeah. I don't I think it'd be more strong. crazy if you go to therapy, if you don't go to therapy. Because they, they say, yeah. like, how, you know, 
they don't what was the thing that we said before um i'm, I'm i don't need a therapist because i'm not crazy yeah mm-hmm. but i think sometimes people hold in things and that's when you really lose it absolutely <laughs> and we're we're yeah. all <laughs> <laughs> or it just eats away at us yeah right? it becomes like toxic well it becomes know? toxic and it creates mm-hmm. that you know it just breaks their whole immune system mm-hmm. down you know especially it when turns into physical exactly ailments. Yeah. yeah because that that stress is weighs in on your body and that's right just tears it apart we need to do a show on that next like Mm -hmm. about how physical um how emotional can um things can turn into physical well you know the yogis say right what do they say they say your body your physical body is your subconscious mind so whatever you have Mm -hmm. in your mind or it lays within the seat of the mind right it resides within the body so for instance, um, you may be having a stressful day today. Well, all the, the stress is going to lay right here in your shoulders and your neck. But any like past traumatic experiences or, you know, anything that's very traumatic in your uh, in your in your life, it, it'll go down into your hips. So there's different sequences or different movements that will help you get. You know, let release that in in your hips. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I remember hearing this. I'm sure I don't know if you've ever seen this, but I remember hearing certain yoga positions open up the the chakras, Mm -hmm. but they can make Mm -hmm. you like get emotional, like oh yeah, start crying or you know. Restorative yoga. Yeah. Um, restorative yoga is one um that will like you're set in a position for a while. And um, it'll bring up those emotions. Another type of yoga that does that is Raja yoga. And you'll, like, for instance, you'll go into a nice child's pose for at least maybe 10 minutes. And while you're there, you start releasing things. So there's some teachers that mm. say that they've seen their students start crying because of the emotional release. Interesting. In different I, I have seen people cry in yoga when I've gone to yoga. Really? Yes. Well, th- what's yes, the one that when you go backwards on your ankles? That makes you cry because it hurts. No, oh. <laughs> no. When joking. you open up, your oh yeah, 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 oh. the matsyasana, the oh, the fish or the no. The, when you're all the way upside down, oh, like the cam, is it a camel? Cam, is it? No, camel? it's the wheel, the full the wheel. wheel, full yeah. wheel. Yes. Yeah, you're that opening one. up all yeah. your shots. Simone can do a headstand now. Just see her picture. Oh, yeah, I was like, you're, nice. you can do it. Yeah, they tricked me in class. Yeah, we didn't trick her. All right. <laughs> back to the show. Back, back. So, um. What, what was we were back on the, the list of things. So first of all, one of the ones that we want to talk about is I don't need to dwell on my on the past. This will only make things worse. What do you tell somebody that has this excuse? So we're all walking around as products of our past, right? We mm-hmm. all everything good, bad, indifferent that has happened to us. It is a part of who we are. So to say I'm not going to dwell on my past is kind of ridiculous because we all are products of our past. So if you're saying, I don't want to go back to some specific thing and I don't need to address that, then so be it. That you, that's your choice. You get to make that decision. But if that thing or some event is stopping you from being able to live your best life, then that's a problem. Yeah, of course. So to say, I'm not going to dwell on it. Well, you are dwelling on it. It's impacting your every day. So if I, if I come from a family and we have communication issues or, or relationship issues, and that's stopping me from having the kind of relationship I want with my partner, right. then you are dwelling in the past in subconsciously right. you don't even know that that's what's happening but that's what's happening hmm. okay mm. that, yeah that's a that's a good one for some people that just make excuses because because some people can easily say that that's being negative that, or yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about my abuse or whatever happened to them as a child or whatever and, and you're not just talking about it right you're actually trying to do something, something. with it so yeah. if it's something that is eating away at you or it's stopping you from again being who you want to be then it's not 
dwelling or it's not being negative it's addressing it right it's just what happened listen to what they say in the article this is a really good analogy they said it's very similar to cleaning an infected wound much Mm -hmm. as it hurts it results in healing Mm -hmm. so i thought that was no i totally agree with um, talking about the past and and letting all that i mean i've always been a firm believer that um if you open up the wound it heals from the inside out Mm -hmm. so as long as you allow it to air out even Mm -hmm. no matter how ugly it can be it'll help you heal versus you covering it up with something you know just like whatever you do in life you cover it up with maybe parting too much you're taking too much time to like avoid the problem that's right you're gonna create a it's gonna be a bigger problem absolutely and again it's coming out all the time i mean i was talking to my husband i talking to my daughter the other day and the words that left my lips belong to my father. And I said, wow. where did those come from? <laughs> I, I did not know that he was living inside of me, you know? But that happens to us all the time, right? So wow. we have to think. Yeah. So um, one of the other ones uh, is I need to be loyal to my family. Mm-hmm. Problems should be kept inside of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that secrecy is a huge yeah. thing when it comes to family Yeah. Issues. So a lot of people think it's, you know, I am from this group, and so we don't talk about our problems, but I think. Or air our dirty laundry. Or air our dirty laundry. Because <laughs> we have loyalties, you know, and we feel like we might be being disloyal or, or, or disrespectful or, like you said, airing our dirty laundry. And in reality, that's not what's what's happening, right? You are you are talking through your issues, mm-hmm. your your circumstances to help you solve some problems. So you're not being disloyal, um, and that's one of the stigma that's associated with it. You're not going to a friend and saying, "Let me tell you mm-hmm. what my dad did to me." Right. You know what you're doing is saying, "Hey, this thing that's happened to me is impacting me. I need to talk through it so that I can live better." not being that's not being disloyal and just so you know therapists are pretty much paid secret keepers you know wow, yeah, so yeah. i'm not gonna go home and say let me, honey let me tell you about this yeah, lady okay simone business. oh my god yeah. <laughs> you know that is your, that's your business yeah. you know yeah. so i mean yeah because i would be a, i would be a real good blackmail if i did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. i think that would go with me in my grave yeah that, that's yeah imagine if you you start talking actually that's what that was the part of the story i was talking about when mm-hmm. i said a friend of, uh was well, a client she's a friend now but mm-hmm. that came to me because she was going to a therapist that was gossiping about mm-hmm. her oh. and they went back yeah really? that's an ethical violation so uh, it's a, a serious ethical yeah. violation yeah. Uh, we are the training that we are given we have laws rules and ethics that we have yeah. to follow and that violates them just so you all know the only time a therapist can say something about what's going on is if you say you're going to hurt yourself or someone else so if someone comes Mm. to me and says you know what i want to hurt myself i have a gun i have a plan then we need to do something about that because that person's at risk right so so let me ask you about um people who want to hurt themselves Mm -hmm. how how, Mm -hmm. like say for instance you know someone that that's in that position or they're always thinking of those type of um thoughts how do you get them to a therapist like you know, mm. and break away from thinking that they can handle these thoughts and or that the therapist is not going to help them. You know what I mean? How do you get them there? Yeah. So uh, there's a couple things, right? First, how long has that been going on, mm-hmm. right? And is it just an, a thought that, occur- you know, people have thought about what would happen if I wasn't here? That doesn't mean I want to drive off the road. That doesn't mean I want to do something. Mm-hmm. It just entered into my mm-hmm. mind, right? 
that's different from, you know what, life is too hard. I, I, don't, I don't think I can handle it anymore. And so your first role as a friend, right, mm-hmm. is to be supportive of that person. I, I, I see that you are hurting and I wanna make sure that you're okay. And so let me come with you, right? Mm-hmm. Let me help you find a therapist. Because sometimes when someone is feeling so disillusioned, they can't even think, yeah. can't even think s- through what the actual outcome of that thing is. So sometimes saying, you know what, let me walk you through with that. Because if they are comfortable enough to disclose something like that to you, then they already are trusting of you, right? Yeah. And so to say, okay, let's go online together. Let And I will go to the first session with you together. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will disclose to you, I have a very close friend. Of course, I can't be therapist to any of my friends. <laughs> Family. That's a yeah, conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah. And I had a friend who suffered from depression and I noticed something was going on. And so instead of just, you know, saying, okay, well, let go get a therapist, go back to your therapist. I said, hey, I'm going to call the therapist today. I looked through her phone, right? And I, I found a number and I said, I'm going to call and we're going to make an appointment. And she was so depressed. She's like, whatever, just, <laughs> I'm not even going to drive. Right, right. <laughs> and she was fine going with me. Right. And, and I didn't have to go in the session. Once we got there, we could make the decision. Do you want to go in by yourself or do you want me to go in? It's a baby steps, you know, right. but getting them to the help they need is, is the first step. So depression, obviously, is one mm-hmm. of the biggest things for why people have those thoughts. And so, like, normally... Um, and you said that a lot of times people just have those thoughts enter. Mm-hmm. But what is like the duration that where someone should be in a, alarmed by now? Like, okay, yeah, what, That's you know, this question. person, you know, red I, alert. Yeah, like this person <laughs> already said that once or twice. I mean, you know, maybe more than three times. Like, what would be that number that says, okay, if we don't do something or we don't help this person, yeah. you know, um, we, you know, what I, I would say the first time the person says something really? that should be alarming and mm. there should be a conversation and that conversation doesn't need to be, you have a problem. Yeah. You know, the first conversation is where'd that come from? You know, and, and you may want to, if they feel comfortable, you may want to explore that a little more. And if they say, oh, I'm just, I'm just talking or, you know, I just mm-hmm. was wondering, then you can address that as you wish. I've had people who come in to see me because of what their friends are going through, right? So how do I talk to my friend about this? And, you know, that type of thing. So, but I think, you know, in our society, we don't allow people to do that because we say that's too much of a permanent solution to a problem that may or may not exist, right? Mm -hmm. So we say, you know what, we don't allow that to happen. So the second someone says something, it's time to yeah and 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 privately right Mm -hmm. and so sometimes a person might say it in passing in front of others and that might not be the place to address it it Mm -hmm. might be you know afterward let me come by and you know let's have some coffee let's have a conversation about that is there statistics on like um what uh what the you know the age groups or maybe the you know as a female or male that depression hits the most so the 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 stats are very (laughs) difficult very difficult to discern because they're always changing for a very long time, we thought um, women were more likely to be depressed than men. Uh, what we're finding is yeah. that with emotional disorders, they just they just uh, represent themselves differently amongst the genders. So right. what we see is women might report, they might go to a therapist and say, I'm depressed. A man might say, you know what, I've just been drinking a lot. Yeah. We know that underlying there There's might a be a depression, yeah. right? right? So that's difficult. And that, that's unfortunate assess. because that's our society where, we're, where men are not allowed to be emotional. Yeah. To be emotional, yeah, yeah which we all are, right? <laughs> right. Humans have emotions, right? Exactly. right? You have to try so. to put everything under the under the rug, so that's to speak. Right. And, that's right. Right. He said, "Though." No. <laughs> oh, 
our producer present uh, company excluded yeah. right yeah, you got the robots they're, 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 ro- they're doing robot movement well, and this is the same for like um health issues too Absolutely. women are the ones that are going to the doctors more frequently that's true and, and men, men are like they wait you know, and wait till the last minute yeah when they're Absolutely. like in the Stuff hospital is, they have yeah. a massive heart attack Absolutely. they've ignored all the signs there, and everything. there was research i remember when i was in grad school and the research said that um a married man lives three to four years longer than an unmarried man and and that wow. was and and so when they kept digging to see the research, it was because the wife, the wife makes, them go, to makes the them go to the doctor, <laughs> makes them eat better, makes them take their vitamins, I you know. It. So yeah. interesting, yeah. And some some other men might have another take on it, like they'll they'll, they'll die faster because of the stress from, the, from yeah. the wife. But no research shows actually the the other side of that research is that it shortens a woman's life by three years. Oh, so I'm just saying. Wow. Oh, I'm gonna stay single forever. Well, don't, don't do that. Don't say that. Be <laughs> mindful of your that. words. Yeah, holistic right, healing right, hour right. show. Don't do that. I don't right. even know if that well, research well, is still well, valid. Speaking about this being holistic healing hour, I yeah. know we have again people that are therapists, people co- that are coaches, that are listeners, but then also the friend that is always the the ear that listens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the shoulder to cry on mm-hmm. and I think one of the biggest issues is that um, people don't realize that they're sometimes taking up that energy that's right and they become mm-hmm. a sponge that's right so what do you do to prevent <laughs> you know this ha- from happening since it's a part of your day-to-day well I I'll answer that with an answer and a little bit of a story um, again remember I said there's a lot of training that goes into becoming a psychologist right. and part of that training is learning how to disconnect and so what we do is, um, I, I will answer, I was at a hospital, a local hospital, and I don't work with children often, but on this particular assignment, I was working with a child who was um, very much abused at six years old, and Aww. she was acting out in the hospital because um, her mother was in prison at the time, there was no father, nice. um, and she had some injuries related to the abuse that she endured. And I just, I, it just took a lot out of me to have that experience. And my supervisor at the time, who's an amazing therapist, he's in New York right now, but um, <laughs> my supervisor at the time helped me to implement things to kind of detach, not from her, but from my role as a psychologist, as a therapist. Mm-hmm. So even leaving the hospital, having certain rituals, like removing my ID, taking off my lab coat, changing mm-hmm. my shoes, kind of shedding that role Mm -hmm. and so of course there are lots of different things we did but that was one thing that everything represented a part of me as a therapist and I got to kind of let that go and go home and be you know myself because my husband he I kept coming home and he's like you're a different person this this little girl has you in a different space and I needed to come up with something to do yeah I wish they had um, more training I'm I'm even talking more on on the whole uh, holistic side of things Mm -hmm. like meditation grounding yourself doing things that spiritually ground yourself you know it's yeah. part part of the training one of the things we used to have is brown bag lunches right where we'd have one of our ther- one of the professors who was there who was really into health or medical psych would come and do mindfulness meditation with us wow. and you could pick different things to do to to help us learn how to de-stress d- detach you know so right. we're not detaching from the person but kind of having to detach from that role because it's funny because when i think about all the people that i know that are social workers mm, burn out. a lot of them are, they quit yeah they're, they're burnt they out and, burn and out. i think because they're missing that that piece of far as protecting themselves grounding themselves and 
you know, I always joke around and say, I'd be freaking crazy. I, mean, I know I'm crazy already, but a little. All right, <laughs> we I'm, all I'm are. A little bit crazy. <laughs> but I'd be more crazy if I didn't do a lot of the things that I do to, yeah. pro to protect myself and ground myself. Absolutely. Because, of, you know, I'm dealing, I'm not a therapist, but as a coach, I'm still dealing with a lot of people's life issues Absolutely. on a day-to-day -day basis. So. And I'll, I'll tell you, during the time I was at that, that hospital, um, I had a colleague of mine she, we kind of did a swap so she came to my place of work and I went to her place and we kind of shadowed each other and she worked in a prison oh nice and yeah so she came and she was like this is insane how do you do this every day really? and she worked and, in a prison and she worked in a prison she said I'd take a prison over hospital any moment and I wow. said I feel, and I picked this role for a reason, I feel like I get to be with someone at their worst, mm. at the worst point in their lives to help make it better. That is so fulfilling to me that mm. in that bad moment, my job, only job is to make that moment better for them. And so for me, it was worth it. And right. she was wow. coming from prison. <laughs> yeah, wow. that's yeah. pretty tough. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So how can people find out mm -hmm. more about you? And I mean, do you help yes. people individually or? I, I, mean, I now, do, but or? right now I'm under a contract. So. Okay, you can't. Okay. <laughs> um, I primarily do therapy for one institution and they kind of have me on lockdown right oh, now, okay. which, which is fine. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but I am doing a lot of community outreach and I have a lot of projects that I'm working on right now. And DrMinka.com will be up very soon. I was telling you about that. And so then people can connect with me. But other than that, you can just reach me at doc at drminka.com and spell the minka oh yes d-o-c at d-r-m-i-n-c-a dot com okay yes awesome. you're right good having you thank you for coming i would have added a k if you didn't everybody does i said someone misspelled monica everyone thinks that they think they think i left the o out of my own name spelled her name i was renaming you i was like it's a monica so um monica tomorrow i'm going to be at your yoga class yeah she's gonna do another headstand yeah i'm i'm i used to be so scared of it but you know tell us about your how we can reach you and what you do so um you can reach me at facebook monica gonzalez or my on facebook with tashani um my spiritual name but also you can um visit vastu yoga school of um dot com they're in plantation in this awesome school, beautiful space. Vastu, spell it. V a s t u. Okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten that either. That's harder than Minka. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's an awesome place. That we have classes Monday through Friday at six thirty, and then ten a.m. Saturday and Sunday. And you have to mention. I mean, the view is ridiculous. It's amazing. It's like oh. overlooking water. There's ducks. There's all yeah. rabbits. Everything. It's, it's, it's like you're in paradise. It's, yeah. It's like you're yeah. practicing yoga outside, but you have like. The, you know you're covered in your space no mosquitoes yeah no mosquitoes <laughs> and we also we also do um teacher training there so right now we just started a new group so if anyone's interested please look us up online right <laughs> and uh for what those about you simone for huh? those who don't know <laughs> you're, you're listening to own your power radio um if you want to find out more about what i do i'm a, I'm a business and life coach but you can um check out my services by going to ownyourpowerlifestyle.com and we'd love for you to, you know, continue to follow us, follow the network, the shows. You know, again, we're one year in the making. Yeah. Plenty more to come. So check us out on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com forward slash Own Your Power Radio. And so, you can also find the Holistic Healing Hour um, on Facebook as well. Like us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Holistic what, Healing what is, Hour. Oh, just Holistic Healing yeah. Hour on Facebook. Yeah, on okay. Facebook. Yeah. Like awesome. Us. Well, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. <laughs> now we're going to go uh, meditate some more. Yeah, no. <laughs> and well, as yeah, well, now uh, you'll tune in next week at yes. Friday, 8 p.m. Yes, Friday, 8 p.m. Listen.
for the Holistic <laughs> Healing Hour. Well, thanks again for being here. Thank happy you. to be here. All right. Very happy to be here. Thanks for having me.